Hey everyone, welcome back to the Abiding in Him podcast. This is Christina and you are listening to our special podcast episodes for the month of December for the Advent season. And stick around, we're going to have some verses and then we're going to have a little devotional or thought about what in the world the scripture means when we're thinking about the season of Advent and Christmas. Thanks for being here. Hello, everyone. We're on to day number two of our Christmas Carol devotionals, for lack of a better term. And today's Christmas Carol is Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. The author is Henry Van Dyke. The music was by Ludwig Ludwig Van Beethoven. The tune name is Hymn to Joy. This hymn is generally considered by hymnologists to be one of the most joyous expressions of hymn lyrics in the English language. Its author, Henry Van Dyke, was born at Germantown, Pennsylvania on November 10, 1852. During his lifetime, he was recognized as one of the ablest Presbyterian preachers and leading liturgy figures in this country. In addition to achieving fame as a preacher, he served as a professor of literature at Princeton University from 1900 to 1923, was the moderator of his denomination, became a Navy chaplain during World War II, and represented his country as an ambassador to Holland and Luxembourg under an appointment by President Wilson. He was a prolific writer of devotional material, with many of his books being bestsellers. This is the best known of Van Dyke's hymns. He stated his purpose in writing it as follows. These verses are simple expressions of common Christian feelings and desires in this present time. Hymns of today that may be sung together by people who know the thoughts of the age and are not afraid that any truth of science will destroy their religion or that any revolution on earth will overthrow the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, these are hymns of trust and hope. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee portrays a joyful interplay between God's created world and the manifestation of this same creative spirit in the life of a believer. Such interesting similes as hearts unfold like flowers before thee illustrate this interesting technique. The second verse reminds us that all of God's creation speaks of his glory, and in doing so, directs our worship to the Creator himself. The fourth stanza concludes with an invitation for all of God's children to join the mighty chorus of joy begun at creation's dawn, Job 38.7, and in so doing, to find the encouragement needed for any circumstance of life. The text for this hymn was written while Van Dyke was a guest preacher at Williams College, Williamstown, Massachusetts. It is said that one morning Van Dyke handed the manuscript to the college president saying, Here is a hymn for you. Your mountains, the Berkshires, were my inspiration. It must be sung to the music of Beethoven's Hymn of Joy. It was first included in Van Dyke's Book of Poems, third edition, published in 1911. The tune, Hymn of Joy, comes out of the final movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, composed from 1817 to 1823, and published in 1826. Although Beethoven never wrote a tune specifically for a hymn text, a number have been adapted from his many famous works. This is the most widely used of those adopted hymn tunes. 
It was first adapted for a hymnal by Edward Hodges, an English organist who served the Trinity Church in New York City. The Ninth, or Choral Symphony, was Beethoven's last symphony and is generally considered to be his greatest. It took him six years to complete the writing of this work. It was his supreme desire to complete one great symphony that would combine both instruments and voices in one majestic expression of sound. He was inspired for this work by a poem written by his German poet friend Fred Friedrich Schiller, a work entitled Ode to Joy. It has always been a mystery to musicians to comprehend how Beethoven could conceive this work, as well as all of his great music that was composed after he was 30 years old, since at that age he became stone deaf. The account is given that when the Ninth Symphony was initially heard in Vienna, Austria, in 1824, the soloists had to come down from the stage and turn Beethoven around so that he could recognize the thunderous applause he was being given. It is well said that the Bible contains very little humor, but it does have much to say about the importance of genuine joy in the life of each believer. Music is God's gift to man, the only art of heaven given to earth, the only art of earth we take to heaven. Walter Savage Landor Joyful, joyful, we adore Thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before Thee, hail Thee as the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. All thy works with joy surround thee, earth and heaven reflect thy rays. Stars and angels sing around thee, center of unbroken praise. Field and forest, vale and mountain, blossoming meadow, flashing sea. Chanting bird and flowing fountain, call us to rejoice in thee. Thou art giving and forgiving, ever blessing, ever blessed. Wellspring of the joy of living, ocean depth of happy rest. Thou the Father, Christ our brother, all who live in love are thine. Teach us how to love each other, lift us to the joy divine. Mortals join the mighty chorus which the morning stars began. Father, love is reigning o'er us, brother, love binds man to man. Ever singing, march we onward, victors in the midst of strife. Joyful music lifts us onward in the triumph song of life. Thank you all so much for stopping by for these thoughts from today in the season of Advent, and I hope to see you back here tomorrow. Have a great day.